How's it going? So, as per usual, think it's beneficial to apologise in advance for the fact that there seems to be a lot of construction work going on for a Sunday morning. And though I know that my microphone is directional, uh, bullshit comes from all directions, so if you hear it, I'm sorry. (laughs) But do you ever just hear something and think, what a load of bollocks? Which I probably shouldn't ask when you're listening to my podcast, but (laughs) here we are. (laughs) I was thinking the other day about how A lot of the advice we seem to get when we're young is actually shit. Like, actually pure shite. I mean, we get told these universal kind of sayings and phrases from adults that couldn't really miss the mark anymore, and yet we continue to pass them on. Now, the one that spurred on these thoughts of how many bullshit sayings and phrases do we give to young people was one that crops up quite a lot and it's be the bigger man so why don't we jump into why all these sayings are shite (laughs) and hope that the construction work doesn't completely invalidate everything i'm saying by distracting you to fuck So, being the bigger man, we've all heard it, whether it's something we've been told ourselves, someone we know has been told, or in the media, it's one of those phrases that just seems to go anywhere there's any kind of conflict, and for me it's always annoyed me because be the bigger man to me just translates to, you're not allowed to feel the way that you feel. If you want to be morally superior, you have to forgive everyone regardless of how they've treated you. And though I'm very much aware of my weakness in that I fall on resent and remember rather than forgive and forget, because that's just who I am as a person. (laughs) I'm sure a life coach would have several things to say about this, or a therapist, but thankfully I have not got a life coach or a therapist, so we're all good. But being the bigger man is often just something that seems absolutely redundant to me. You know, if someone's done something to you that you consider to be unforgivable or that has really upset you, why the fuck do you have to turn around and forgive them just to be considered the better man? Um, The better man will be the one that didn't fucking do all of that in the first place, which means naturally I'm a better man because someone else has done that to me. The bigger man is just some weird bullshit people come up with to to kind of fuel this idea that forgiveness is the be all and end all and i'm very much from the school of thought that not everything deserves forgiveness Uh, you can quite easily find closure without forgiveness you don't owe anyone your forgiveness just to sit well within society as the bigger man so there you go if you want to hold that grudge you fucking hold it no one wants to be the bigger man anyway (laughs) 
but that was the one that kind of put me onto this little downward spiral of thinking about all the other shit you hear that people just continue to say and you think why do we accept this as a society and continue to tell people this so next on the list is bullies are just jealous of you (laughs) now i don't know whose mum started this saying but it's bullshit right not even diving deeply into the psyche of bullies though it's often rooted in some semblance of insecurity on the perpetrator's part it is often very little to do with jealousy and very much to do with like collective mindset high school is a shit place and those who are different tend to be targeted for being different not because people are jealous of it i feel like by perpetuating this constant idea that bullying's due to jealousy it's one of the main reasons why it's still yet to be tackled effectively in most high schools and even places of work like bullying can be for a multitude of reasons jealousy is like one of the bottom of the list in my opinion and totally minimizes something that's quite complex it's kind of similar to but nowhere near as bad as one that really irks me which is like if boys pick on you or act aggressive towards you when you're younger it's because they like you you know a lot of parents or a lot of adults will tell young girls oh he's only acting that way because he likes you and it seems harmless but when we actually think about it to normalize the concept that if a man likes you he'll pick on you is just kind of ridiculously shitty you know that translates to when you're older being like verbally degraded and being completely kind of unaware of the fact that it's not normal for somebody to mistreat you because they like you and i'm aware that a lot of people will probably sit here and think that's kind of a bit of a snowflake approach like no one actually does that but the thing is a lot of the things that we say when we're younger mean that we start to accept them when we grow up and the last thing you want a young girl to accept is that if she's liked she should be treated badly because at the end of the day we kind of accept the treatment we think we deserve and if we think we deserve to be treated badly in order to prove or because someone likes us then we'll carry that with us for a long time before perhaps someone else tells us or we realise that that's not necessarily correct. But one of the biggest fucking loads of shit when it comes to phrases, and this is one I just wish I could wipe off the face of the earth, boys will be boys. This phrase has single-handedly perpetuated rape culture for generations. This is a phrase that is essentially an allowance for men to act like predatory, fucking, misogynistic assholes because that's just what boys do. Like, oh, oh, he's catcalling you, he's touching you inappropriately, he's going out in large groups and acting intimidating towards women and saying that women are playing hard to get because, you know, like, boys will be boys. No. Boys should be fucking men. You don't get anyone saying mm, women will be women if like women started going around and grabbing men by the waist to get past them in the club, which by the way is bullshit. 
and there's more than enough space to move around a woman you don't have to grab her just for anyone listening (laughs) but this phrase winds me up because we see it time and time again whether it's in the american media specifically perpetuated in the sports kind of circles the football teams where if one of them gets in trouble for misconduct usually regarding a woman then in most cases their parents or a coach or a teacher of some description will say well you didn't mean anything by it you know it's just boys being boys no no what that is is a dickhead being a dickhead let's call a spade a spade broder you're not a boy being a boy, you're a predator and you should get convicted for it. If I had to fucking take a shot every time I saw this phrase and wanted to blow someone's brains out, I'd be dead from alcohol poisoning in a week. Not even a week, probably a day if I read more articles online to be honest, but I tend to avoid them now for this very reason. And it all feeds into toxic masculinity, which is one of the very things feminism aims to combat to reduce which is often overlooked because nowadays the word feminism equates to like misandry and being like a complete fem nazi (laughs) but phrases like boys don't cry that's part of toxic masculinity and it's absolute bullshit because the thing is if you're taught from a young age to repress your emotions and to not show them it means that later on in life you you will find probably a less healthy way to process your emotions whether that's completely cutting yourself off from people substance abuse or just general behavior to avoid having to actually process your emotions it's hard i mean any (laughs) anyone in my family could tell you that when i was younger all i used to do was cry at every mild inconvenience and I mean the second someone raised the voice at me there was waterworks and though I know it used to frustrate my parents they never shouted at me in a way that was due to me actually crying it was more just me being a dramatic little bitch (laughs) but the point is if you get told as a boy to not cry as you develop you start to genuinely believe that showing those types of emotions is a bad thing and you'll struggle to ever really open up to anyone because you'll feel like you're not meant to which is bizarre to me that in this day and age people are still telling young boys that they need to man up it's like i'm sorry but men cry whether it's footballers being paid millions and millions of fucking pounds a month sorry a week (laughs) don't know why i was saying a month millions and millions of pounds a day crying when they lose a game or men fucking hell men cry women cry fucking dogs and cats cry why are we still sitting here telling young boys they can't cry like for crying out loud maybe if we spent a little more time saying to young boys don't be a dick and don't do stuff without people's consent we could wipe out boys will be boys and boys don't cry problem fucking solved let's put our energy in the right place perhaps maybe that's a little bit too radical though (laughs) but no no i'm not i'm not a fan of all of that that shit because the thing is when you're younger you're very sensitive to things 
and most kids have some form of an outlet in terms of their emotions that they will carry on into adulthood that will guide them for a lot of people myself included humor is a huge one don't repress it before it's even had time to grow because if by chance it does become a detrimental behavior you won't really know that until they're older besides fucking everyone needs to cry when I've not cried in a few months, it's like, I know, you know what, I'm, I'm long overdue a cry, so I'll watch something that'll deliberately upset me just to get my allocated crying time out, because I think I cried myself out when I was younger. So a bit of advice for you there, if you've not cried in a few months, bang something on the telly that's dead upsetting. Just have yourself a nice long cry. <laughs> on to the next one. Now this is a bit of a niche one, but as somebody who speaks a lot and engages a lot with um, eating disorder, disordered eating related content. This was one that was very common and still is very common in uh, pro-anorexia culture and just eating disorder culture accepted as the norm and it was a quote from the supermodel Kate Moss where she said nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Now she's come out and apologised for it all these years later but It's a phrase that has completely stuck in the minds of many young men and women and I will not just say women because there is a a very high percentage of young men who suffer from anorexia and often go undiagnosed simply because people just don't pay attention to the fact that men are just as affected by eating disorders. And it's one of those phrases that that just carries on cropping up. Uh, I see it a lot and admittedly in recent years when I've seen it it's been met with a lot of criticism but it's one of those that I know a lot of young girls still carry around with them. This belief that well yeah eating is all well and good but nothing will compare to the validation I feel from being Skinner and all I can say to that is Nothing compares to a fucking Kinder Bueno. Maybe it's just me. (laughs) There was a time where I'd look at food and often wonder if the satisfaction of eating it would even remotely compare to the satisfaction of being thin at some point. I'm not any thinner now and I'm probably never going to be. I can try to be healthier, but the odds of me dropping more than one dress size in the next few years is very fucking minimum and I intend to enjoy every bite of food I have until then. And yes, Kinder Bueno's for life. So, one that um, my sister brought to my attention when we briefly discussed this. Shout out to Bethany, you stupid slag. <laughs> I would just like to add for anyone listening that doesn't like have a sibling or speak to the sibling that often that that's not even remotely cruel she put forth the phrase it gets better you know when you're younger you think the world's against you and you're listening to too much my chemical romance and you think the world hates you and then adults start telling you it'll get better that that's very annoying (laughs) and the thing is it doesn't stop there because you're told when you're a teenager you're you're essentially like invalidated and told well, every teenager goes through this. You know, it's often the reason that so many teenagers go into adulthood thinking, shit, I have mental health conditions that were never addressed because we're just told, well, that's what teenagers are like. And then you get to university age and everyone's saying, oh, it gets better. It gets better. 
you know, every single time you have a struggle in life, there's someone stood there saying it gets better. When? When does it get better? For how long? There is absolutely no point in saying that because, well, not only is it common sense that at some point you'll feel slightly better, but also it's kind of saying like, basically, yeah, I know it's shit where you are, but, you know, just do nothing, wait around and I'm sure, sure you'll be all right in the end. Which, I mean, might be slightly true, but at the same time, it's not really very proactive. Instead of saying to someone, I know that the way you're feeling now is difficult. I know that everything seems really hard right now and it might not seem like the future is holding much for you, but you're on the right track. You're doing this, you're doing that. You've got a lot going for you. It's always just, oh, it gets better. Well, fucking when? You know, like, that's the most general statement ever and it completely invalidates people it's like turning around to depress people and going you won't always be this sad <laughs> well yeah i mean you know you, you're not going around through your entire life at this one fucking monotonous mood and feeling are you you're gonna get better and then you might get worse as you can see it's probably a good reason and probably a good thing why I decided to step back instead of going directly into career in <laughs> in psychology and counselling. <laughs> yeah, it might get a bit shit, but it might get a bit better as well. That's what that's what therapists should say. Oh definitely. And the last two that I want to go into are kind of just personal gripes. Uh the the phrase beauty's pain. No it's not <laughs> You should not be in pain to feel beautiful. I don't even know, I don't even think that one needs explaining, but can we stop telling girls that beauty's pain? Like, I know getting your eyebrows waxed fucking wrecks. I know getting waxed in general wrecks. Wearing high heels can hurt a bit, but that does not mean it has to hurt in order for you to feel beautiful. Just so you know. And one that I'm sure we've all heard before. I'm sorry you felt that way. (laughs) That's not an apology. If you've ever said that, I want you to sit and think about what you've done. Right, because saying, I'm sorry you felt that way, isn't an apology. Saying, I'm sorry I made you feel that way, that wasn't my intention, but I understand why you're upset, is an apology. It's the same way with, oh, I'm sorry that you thought I meant that. That's not an apology, okay? I'm sorry you felt that way is not an apology. So, hold yourself accountable hold other people around you accountable and uh if someone says to you i'm sorry you felt that way just say i'm sorry i blocked you off social media and be done with it so now that i've got my completely personal rant off my chest i would absolutely love to hear some of the sayings that you think are a load of shit so i'm sure i'll do something on my instagram stories but if not please I would love for you to DM me on Instagram at just don't get me started and tell me which sayings you absolutely hate. Are these some of the ones I've mentioned? Are these some ridiculous ones that only you seem to get really wound up about? I would really, really love to know. It's like my own little personal project. What sayings really piss you off? I'm sure there's a lot that I've completely missed, so let me know. I hope that we're all having a good week and trying to keep up with the ever-changing lockdown measures. (laughs) I hope none of you are staying out after 10 at the pub. But, yeah. If you didn't like the episode, I'm sorry you felt that way.
Have a good one and stay safe.